are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good, in a bit of pain as I was just explaining before you jumped on. Long tattoo session but it looks amazing and yeah, I will, uh, I'll share some more pictures when it's a bit less bruised, shall we say. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, um, a fun day. So I'm in a hotel room, the Wi-Fi's not very good, so I'm on cellular or 4G as we call it over here, if that makes sense to anyone who isn't from the UK. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, let's just, let's get into it. Let's uh, introduce yourself, Liz. Hi, uh, I am Liz. I um, am a social media strategist. I uh, went full-time into my business doing social media strategy in um, a couple months back, but I've been doing it uh, sort of more casually and freelance for a couple of years. And I, yeah, I, I really like Instagram. Instagram's kind of my bread and butter. So that's <laughs> um, been it's been really interesting watching all of the things change through the pandemic and that and all of that how um it's changed social media marketing so yeah 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 it really has so yeah thank you and, and obviously you're an instagram specialist um same as myself kind of more sales focused but i think one aspect of selling yourself uh, is your profile right and the first thing people see on your profile apart from that lovely or horrendous picture that you might have is uh, <laughs> is your bio so I was hoping we could get into, I, I saw you do a live, actually doing it live, giving profile reviews and bio reviews, which I thought was a mega cool concept. Now, we're not going to get into any of that. But guys, if anyone listening, if you have any questions on the bio, please drop them into the chat. Uh, sorry, please drop them into the Q&A sticker there. Um, the question mark desire is at the bottom. And in the meantime, we're going to break down between Liz and I uh, what we think the best bio consists of and maybe give some good and bad examples perhaps who knows who knows where this is going to go <laughs> well i think the the best place to start with an instagram bio and like looking at what makes it good or not good is the same place that you would start with any social media strategy um because a bio that works the perfect bio for you is going to be the bio that best directs people back to your business goals um, so there are all of these formulas and templates out there that definitely work, but if you don't have a clear understanding of what it is that you're actually trying to accomplish with your profile, what you want people to do, then no matter how perfectly you may fit into a checklist, it's not going to actually get you the results that you want. It's not going to increase the conversion rate from, you know, people looking at your profile to people following your profile and then taking those next steps with be it a freebie or a, um, actually purchasing an offer. Um, so the biggest mistake that I typically see people do is they don't actually say what they do or who they do it for. And that's so a big, that's a big one, isn't it? That's a really big one. You know, you see a lot of <laughs> taking it back to when I had my own personal account, it would be like, I like trainers. I like boxing. I have a daughter, no website. And oh, it's just, my, that's cool. Mine used to what? say hashtag dog mom. Like I'm not, I'm not immune to this whatsoever. <laughs> But it, that has nothing to do with why any of y'all would ever want to follow or interact with me. <laughs> Unless yeah. you're like super into random pictures of dogs occasionally. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I think audience focus is an, an objective focus is, is key, isn't it? Hey, yeah, very much so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay, so there's like a lot of different components of an Instagram bio. Do you have a preference as to like where we start? Let's start at the at the top, I think. Let's start at maybe, hey, Marlon, at the at the name. 
If anyone has any questions, guys, thanks everyone for joining. Please drop them into the uh, the question mark box, whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but drop it in there where the question mark is. Um, but yeah, the, the name, I think. Um, and handle, maybe, if we're calling that part of the bio. Well, I think that kind of depends. So if you're starting an account from scratch and you know exactly what you're going to do and you know like ex exactly you want to serve like sales guy, Chris, like your, your thing is sales, then yeah, I would consider your handle to be a part of it. I don't have my handle optimized for that. Um, but the, the reason for that is because I've been branding myself as a social media something or another for the last like four or five years under Liz Anbach. And all of my stuff, my LinkedIn, my Twitter, my Facebook page, all of that is under Liz Anbach. So I don't really want to mess with my universal branding. But if you're starting from zero, universally brand yourself under something that relates directly to what you offer. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, as far as the name goes, like I, I really love it when people put their first name and then a keyword of some sort that their ideal client would be searching for. Um, a lot of people get a little mixed up with keywords. So like, it's not the name of your business. It's what your business does or what problem your business is solving would be a ideal keyword. So you wouldn't necessarily want to put, like I've seen people put, um, like I used to work for a social media agency that specialized in helping authors. But in our name field, we had, or our bio had a pretty low conversion rate. I mean, it was like three, four, 5% for the most part. Um, but when we ended up adding, instead of using our name in the name field, we just put digital public relations for writers and things changed we were showing up in people's search results, right? So authors were searching for people to help them with that and we were coming up in the search feed. And mm -hmm. because Instagram has gotten so shifted into this search algorithm thing, it's really, really important. Um, that's kind of, hi Kate. <laughs> hey Kate. Yeah, it's, it's almost treating it like Google, isn't it? For anyone that doesn't know about sort of optimized search terms, it needs to be specific, but also quite general in terms of specific to what you do, but mm -hmm. generally searched, if I've got that right. Yes, yeah. Um, you don't want to like, you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you're going to be competing with big guys that have been building up this optimization for years on years on years on years because there's also the credibility factor that goes into ranking on any sort of search and including on your profile but you know you can put like for me i have social media and branding because i take um social media strategy nobody looks strategy up um because they don't a lot of the times people don't know that's what they're looking for well, strategy is right. not specific, is it, really? You could have a strategy for going to war. You could have a strategy for having a child. <laughs> like, strategy is not specific enough. I, for one, made the strategy mistake. Straight after I made the trainer's boxing and daughter mistake, I moved on to the, <laughs> the strategy mistake. So that is wide, yeah, but maybe too wide, you know. And if you're going to put, yeah. you need something before it or something instead of it, ideally, I would say. Well, what, what I was meaning is I've put social media strategy before, but I just yeah. don't think people are looking for strategy. I think people, a lot of the times when they're looking for the type of service I offer, they're actually like looking up things like branding, which is mm -hmm. why I'm doing an experiment to see like how that brings things in on my profile right now. Because, you know, the other part of figuring out an important, 
like an important part of figuring out how your profile works is to test a bunch of stuff until you figure out what does work. Um, because there's, again, there's no like one size fits all. It's, it's what does your ideal client, your ideal customer actually looking for um, when it comes to search optimization. We spoke um, about this before in terms of bios as well, didn't we? Um, when we were chatting. So it's, yes, there are all these templates and formulas, but, and they're, and they're all good. They're all good. Mm-hmm. But there, it, it, there's no perfect bio, even though that's what I've advertised this as, the perfect bio. Well, this, is, but, this is the only this perfect bio. this is helping bio. you create your perfect bio because the way that you make it perfect is you test. Like, you can't just go and be like i have checked all these boxes like it is the testing after the fact the okay i have this conversion rate for this 30 days now i'm going to make this modification and track my conversion rate for 30 days if it is better then you are one step closer to your perfect bio nice we can get into (laughs) conversion rates as well because it's only something i looked into quite recently and it's really really interesting um one question i am looking for a social media Okay, um, I think you may have found one. You're on a, a social media platform, but if, if you're chucking <laughs> questions in, um, please put them in the question box. We're going to get into a couple in a second, and then we'll address them all or most of them at the end. Um, but drop that into the question question box, please, and, and just be a little bit more specific. But yeah, let's let's cover conversion rate at the end as well because I'm interested to see how how you do that. It is very interesting. Um, it'd be interesting to, for people to know that too. Um, but yeah, I think, think we've summarized that quite well. I think it's extremely key to be specific. First mm-hmm. name, because it's limited to 30 characters, first name rather than first name and surname is probably going to be your friend here as well. Yeah, I also prefer first name because it's more approachable. This is mm. social media. Right. So, yes, if you're in a big corporation, then like there are different rules that apply here. But I don't necessarily feel that's like who we're speaking to right now. Um, But if you're an individual that is representing your company or your brand or your page, you should use your first name. So people feel like they can be like, hey, Chris, let's do this. It's a lot less intimidating than, hey, Mr. So and so, you know, like that makes me feel like little kind of because on a social media platform not necessarily like email or maybe not linkedin but this is instagram yeah yeah (laughs) makes a lot of sense so we've got a couple of couple of questions here one from slimbo notebook um we're going to go into that one so that's is it better to be catchy or catchy or clear and to the point clear and to the point cat uh if you can be you know, unique, funny, showcase some personality, then that is always a great thing to do. But it's not helpful to have a fun tagline that doesn't actually tell your audience what you can give them. Because a lot of times people are not going to work that hard to figure you out. They they don't want to rip. So, yeah, (laughs) it needs to be to the point, you know, if you could just, if it needs to be, if it needs to be catchy, it could just be a rhyme that makes absolutely no sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it, that's just one way of looking at it. I don't know why I came up with that, but you know, give you an idea. I do think I do. I do stuff. <laughs> it's kind of that's uh, that's almost catchy. This guy does stuff. What stuff? Who knows? Not the people reading your bio. 
Yeah, if, if, if the thing is that like our attention spans are so, so short and our interest in people we find online is so, so limited until we give them a reason to care. And that bio is where you give them a reason to care. Um, so you, you can be really catchy and fun in your copy, like in, like in your social media content. I'm a big fan of creative copy, mm. but in your bio, like they need to know like who you are, what you do, who you do it for, like <laughs> and how you're going to help them. Um, so we're kind of getting into the formula there or, or the template a little bit, little reveal there. Um, so yeah, just, I made a couple of notes. So I'll, I'll reel off a couple of, a couple of things that I've jotted down about my, my profile before it wasn't optimized. So as, as we said, it was, it was only talking about me and didn't really address the audience. Doesn't say, or didn't say what I actually helped with. Um, I didn't have any emojis in it, which is, I guess, a, a little bit of an argument no emojis they're not necessarily needed but um <laughs> and the call to action didn't give an outcome which i think is is key you know if you're trying to sell yourself your products or your services in your through your instagram page you're going to do that through your content typically leading people to one link or using stories if you're lucky, lucky enough to have the the link feature so that's what I think a, a bad profile is, and it's not speaking to your audience, and it's not problem solving, and it's not driving them anywhere. Uh, anything you think I've missed off that list? Well, so I have a lot of I have a lot of pet peeves with bios because I'm a little bit particular. Um, I guess the yeah, the, at, holistically, that's definitely all of the things. But then they're also like not understanding the functionality of how the platform works and putting things in your bio that don't belong there. So like hashtags, they don't go there anymore. Or like um, physical stores, one of the things that I've seen is they'll put their address and take up that really valuable like 150 characters of bio space with a long address when you can just put it in the contacts part and it comes up on your profile like more officially with like a maps like directions feature and stuff like that. Um, so there is some, um, like speaking to your audience, but also knowing the function that you're actually going, that you're actually using, like knowing how to use the, the tools you're being given. Yeah. That. I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, you know if, you, if you're running an e-com store as well, obviously there are the linking bio tools that you can use, um, which, are, which are great because it's one and split out into a few, but don't just put your website either. I think that's, that's a really bad idea. Um, <laughs> I think keeping it short, obviously, it eats up space. Um, the CTA eats up space as well, so keep that short. I think everything needs to be short. You know, a practice that copywriters have is is to take out as many words as possible and keep things as simple as possible. And if you have a copywriter friend, or you can maybe hire one, um, that's that's a great idea. I think um, I actually started using. I've got like a one liner formula one line a template and i usually start with that when i'm advising people on their bio so it looks at your audience your pr the problem the outcome and your process and i think that's kind of a, a good a good way to start this by no way sort of dictates your instagram bio this is more a hi what do you do here's one line summarizing what i do who i help and how i do it kind of thing so that's yeah. usually i help this audience i help agencies digital agencies who struggle to convert who struggle to or struggle with new leads to win more clients in less time by giving them a strategy the process kind of thing so that usually is, is what i use to sort of feed into clients and just say these are the kind of things you want to be saying in your bio 
Do you think that's a, a good summary from your point of view? Because I think you, you obviously handle a lot more bios than I do. Well, that actually makes a lot of sense um, from a sales background, starting with your CTA and your outcomes. Uh, from a branding perspective, which is where I typically start, um, I look at why you're in business in the first place. Oh, okay. Mission, so not, focus. Yeah, because, but that's like, but combining the two is actually probably, and like, that's excellent. That's like, because that's a two for one situation but for me um because i tend to look at client as uh, so like my um my star client who's all over my stories right now <laughs> um is a um is a sexual health expert and she's an author and her whole point of her profile is to reduce stigma around talking about sexual health and so with her it's more important and like most of the clients i work with it's more important that their message is out there than their direct than they have a direct sales outcome right does that make yeah. sense yeah so, of course it does. yeah more awareness than uh, than commercially yeah. led and yeah. now we are trying to sell her book and there is actually a pretty decent conversion rate between the two but she's leading um she's leading like values first i guess instead of outcomes first is that yeah Sorry. yeah of course yeah <laughs> sorry i was typing at the same time no you were so good <laughs> oh maybe <laughs> um okay cool so uh, again flicking flicking through my notes uh, i'm really happy or was really happy with my bio and you you picked it you picked a little hole in it which i changed so thank you very much i think that's how we became friends could have easily become enemies but we became friends um just through you uh you giving me grief online uh, but Talk us, talk us through your structure, template, formula, framework, methodology. Sure. sure. So I start with um, who I help and how I help them, right? So I actually, I told you this and we were emailing back and forth a little earlier today. I am actually in the middle of a rebrand. I'm changing, I'm in the process of changing a lot of things um, because I just launched a product. So this is kind of a weird time to, because I'm, I'm experimenting, but um, I start with who, like who I help them and how, or, and then I get a little more specific about how, and then I have a call to action. Um, the most important elements of that to me, um, like the non-negotiables are who you do, what you do and who you do it for and a call to action. And then there's a lot of room depending on your business goals as to what it actually belongs in that bio, right? Like, um, for my client, Ina, she has stopped, stopped the stigma around STIs. That's just a claim. That's, that's, a, that's a blanket statement because her stuff is around messaging, right? But that wouldn't make any sense for, or a statement like that wouldn't make any sense for me because I'm not doing just brand awareness stuff. I'm not doing awareness of a cause. I am trying to sell a product or a service. Um, so it's, does that make sense? I'm, I'm very fluid with mine based on, I take people's business goals and I work backwards. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. There's there's a big difference in sort of awareness and education and then commercial or sales drivers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, just a little quick commercial break. Uh, if anyone has any questions, thanks everyone for joining. Please pop them in the, uh, in the question mark speech bubble. We'll get there with the name before the end of the... Uh, oh, one's just popped up. And we'll, uh, we'll get to them either at the end or, or sort of partway through. Um, Liz, I was wondering if you had seen a bio recently maybe that you thought was amazing or it can be one of yours it can be one you've written for a client 
if you need it to be. Um, that, that, that feels kind of meh. Uh, uh, that's what I was thinking, <laughs> but if that was the first one off the top of your head, I wanted to make you feel better about selecting that one. <laughs> no, actually, there was, um, and I'm forgetting her handle right now, which is just awful, but there's this like up and coming social media marketer person who just followed me and I read her bio and in like the first like she only has like 200 followers like she's like brand spanking new mm. but when I looked at her bio I knew what she was wanting to do how she was going to do it and how I could start working with her in under a second right because it was she wanted to help uh she wants to help women who are working on virtual working with virtual assistants or like who are virtual assistants like um basically add on to their um add on to their credentials and she lets you do this through this course that she has and then she has like a freebie that you can link down to and it just you know there's a lot of bios out there that are like that i mean i really like yours as long as you're like as long as you tell me what like why i should give a crap about you before I have to think that question, we're good to go. You know, yeah. like I, that's that's typically mine. Like, cause if you have to, if somebody gets to the, okay, why do I care question in their head, you've already lost them. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You've just sparked a, a question in my, in my brain. There's a few going around, I think somewhere, but this one, um, should you, when you're writing your bio, be driving a sales conversion or a mini, sort of commercial conversion or should you be driving a follow that depends on your content strategy um so if you're um hmm. mine is designed to create a follow i think same, same. I, I, yeah mine is designed to create a follow i think that that's fine but that's only fine if you're running an organic content strategy with converting pieces regularly, mm. right? So like if you're running a paid content strategy, like a, like almost a hundred percent paid content strategy that directs people back to your profile, then it needs to operate more like a sales page. But if you're doing a more organic, like, you know, slow burn sort of, sort of strategy, then you're going to want to do followers because then, you can nurture the relationship with those followers, especially if you actually interact with them and don't just like collect them like little, <laughs> you know, like I have little this many followers. Yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, that makes a lot of sense. That's, that really does because yeah, you, you're paying to get money back. Whereas you're trying to build that relationship slowly through your content. If you're doing it organically, which is, yeah, and that's, that's fascinating. So what you, what you may be saying through that then is if you're doing, if you have an organic strategy, you may be wasting what I would call your line four or your CTA on actually telling people what that link's about. Because if you're just trying to convert someone to a follower, let's assume they're probably not in it to download your ebook straight away or book a strategy call, which mine is. So my the fourth line of my bio is book your free sales strategy call now, arrow down or whatever it may be. So is that potentially a waste of a, a, a few characters there? And could I be adding more value in potentially or selling myself or my page a little bit more in that, in that fourth line? Well, I just pulled up your profile so I can actually see what oh, we're talking here we about. Go. <laughs> I should have stayed quiet. It's going to get ripped to shreds now. No, no, it's not. <laughs> um, it's not. I'm joking. Um, let's see. 
actionable sales and business tips for, for coaches, creatives, and agencies, turn your expertise into income. So the thing is that the first three lines are so concise and action packed that I actually think it's fine for you to have that sales conversion because probably when you're first getting a follower, they're not even going to get all the way down to that line before they hit follow. Thank you. Like, <laughs> well, no, and, and that's the goal, right? Like yeah, you want yeah, to yeah. come back and see your page and then do that action step. But like, I would say that it would be wasting space if you had not, what's the word? So you've got actionable sales and business tips, right? So I know from that first line exactly what I'm getting from your profile and it matches your content. So it 100% is going to match the content that I came from to your profile, right? Yeah. Because that's all you pretty much cover, which is spot on. Then I am this person. Like, I don't even know, like turn your expertise into income. I don't even know if I would like get to that, honestly, before converting personally. Sorry. Okay. Because so that, I am three, three good because lines. I then am a coach, right? Like, cause I am a coach and I do need actionable sales. I do uh, like tips to make sales. I do need help with that type of conversion. So for me, who I think falls relatively into your client, like ideal client picture. Yeah. Um, I already know that this is something that I at least want to kind of pay attention to. Yeah. Um, so oh, it's almost, I almost would wonder if adding something about, turning on notifications like so that people are more likely like experimenting with that sort of add-on i don't know how that would help with your um engagement rate but it might do something and that's the you know like i wouldn't mess with your first two lines but i think you've got room to play with the other two because the first two are so strong i think that's i think that's a great shout because i'm assuming a lot of people are quite like me they've got three lines and they're trying to drive a free discovery call it's simple as that because that's how you can close people so mm -hmm. If you were to, basically, someone's going to come to your uh, your page through your content, typically, or a recommendation, maybe, because they've been impressed in some form. You, mm -hmm. you convert them, hopefully, with the bio, but in that in that last line in the bio, because they're excited by your content already, is that the best time to then capitalize on them turning on notifications and them turning into a almost a double subscriber, isn't it? You know, they're they're, they're an ultra, a super fan, you know, whatever we're going to call them. So that kind of gives you almost the opportunity to take what is already like a warm, I don't want to say lead because a follower is not necessarily a lead because they're, they're definitely not qualified yet. Um, but it definitely does kind of, if you've got people turning on their notifications and coming to your posts, like immediately, it is also going to indicate to the Instagram algorithm that like your content is valuable and it's probably going to increase your reach because mm. it's going to increase your engagement rate. Yeah. So there's, you know, food for um, thought, food for thought. Cause I've never seen that done. I've not seen, well, I see it a lot on CTA slides on, on carousels and stuff like that, or in the top right hand corner. I think mm -hmm. the problem with that is you can't directly point to how you can do it. Whereas if you drive into the link, you can point to that. So there's not as much flexibility. I mean, on the end of a carousel slide, you can't have the little bell or I don't know, whatever it is. I don't subscribe to people's notifications because I'm not, not dying to see people's content enough but hopefully but, people are dying to see ours but i am subscribed to people's notifications okay and what pushed you to do that um there are a couple create well 
it's two-sided. Uh, the first is that engaging with creators that are in our industry that are bigger than me helps with my visibility. And if I can do that first, it's helpful. Now, that's not exactly why they would want somebody to turn on their notifications, but that is largely why I've done it. The other bit is that um, I follow enough people that I care about that it gets lost in the shuffle if I don't have notifications turned on. Like sometimes I just like won't see somebody's like reel or somebody's post, like if they haven't posted in a minute, just because I follow 1500 people. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like, I, I can't see everybody's stuff and I don't follow people that I don't want to see their stuff. So it's like, but I have to like kind of create a hierarchy. Like your priority list, isn't it almost? Yeah, yeah it, it, and like, um, like, at minimum, I, I am subscribed to creators, you know, because as a self-proclaimed Instagram expert, <laughs> I need to know when things change and I need to know right when it happens. So, you know, somebody who's like really got a business goal of increasing their sales conversions, like, you know, they wouldn't turn on their notifications to, you know, see more content, but they might turn on their notifications to be the first person to have a handle on their, your unique uh, Instagram or sales strategy that will change the game for them before everybody else has it. You know, that obviously has to be like a billion times more concise, but, um, <laughs> but you know, like they, like if you can create a sense of urgency, which is what those creators have done with me, right. Then you could get people to turn them on. It's just food for thought, like an experiment maybe worth trying. Yeah, um, no, I really like it. I've got another question here for you. The, the reason I did try and do it just from as part of my engagement strategy, but I decided that I can't have on my phone my Instagram notifications turned on. It's just uh, it, I can't focus with it. So is there a way to select on an iPhone, on a, on a one-and-a-half-year-old iPhone 12, um if you can you select instagram notifications to only come as different types rather than is it all or nothing kind of thing i think you can select it for different types but more important for you would be that when was the last time you updated your phone Don't know. so there's actually the most recent update that i had you can turn on personal focus oh nice i didn't know about that yeah, so like it won't buzz and buzz and buzz and buzz and buzz, but like when you go, okay, now it's time to look at my Instagram notifications, you can click on like while you were focused and it'll show you everything and you can click from there instead of having to like uh, go, like having the, it constantly be disrupt, um, disruptive because I can't handle it being disruptive either. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a pain, it's a massive pain. Um, <laughs> someone, someone put, I think it was Kate or Julie, um, They'd like to know who that Instagram account is that you were talking about. Uh, it, Can you remember it, her name and I'll search it on the laptop? Uh, no, I don't remember her name. Hold on. While you're looking, Liz, last chance to get a couple of questions in. Um, we're aiming for 40, 45 minutes, so we've got another 10 minutes or so. If you have any questions, guys, and thank you very much for joining and, and staying with us. Mm -hmm. If you've joined a bit late, this will be out uh, as a podcast. It'll be coming out tomorrow. Uh, and I will share it in my story. You'll be able to listen to it on Google, Apple, and Spotify. Um, hey, guys, coming to the end now, but if you have any questions, please drop them into the question box, and we will do our best to answer them. Not her. Not that. 
Oh, you can't see what I'm looking at. I don't have to justify what just came out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> Think of it later and, and, uh, and we'll move on, Liz. So question from Kate. Do you help people in an industry or with a pain point? Interesting. That is an excellent question. Um, <laughs> I think it kind of depends, depends on how focused your services are, right? So as a general strategist that focuses kind of in on branding and like helping, like, um, I kind of help a wide swath of people that generally speaking are based on messaging, you know, I don't necessarily help in my advertising with a pain point, I help, I'm targeting certain types of people right now, but honestly, that is a good point, and I should probably test to see which one works better. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, I think, yeah. I, well, I work for an agency at the moment, and we target, we target a pain point rather than an industry, because our capabilities are so wide, we can do everything, literally mm -hmm. everything, um, from a marketing perspective, so we've tried going after industry, and yeah it's good and we do we do prioritize a couple of industries obviously we, but we put ourselves out as problem solvers or, or pain relievers or whatever the phrase is so that is the answer from me on that will be very similar to yours Liz it's a case of what do you do yeah <laughs> it um, all comes down to that all about the pain baby <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll, my my favorite and least favorite sales tactic that I've heard for like creating carousels or something like that because that's something i've been trying to do lately and it's just not my expertise because i'm not a graphic designer and i don't have the uh i don't have the ability to hire one right now um is that you have to make people hurt before you can sell to them I that's a i completely agree problems first yeah um, next question how to generate queries without a link in bio i don't know why you would want to do that because you've got the option to have a link in bio. Uh, I think my answer to that will be through content and then putting your email address on the last slide of a carousel maybe, or I would just no, strongly I would, advise to have a link in bio. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you should have a link in your bio. That's just using Instagram to meet business goals 101. But um, if you, for some reason, were trying to do that, send them to your DMs. You want to keep them inside the platform that's um, as much as possible before, like you want to gain their trust before you try to get them to do something different, right? Because like, I'm not, honestly, I'm not going to email some random person. It feels weird. I'll DM it, some random person, but I'm not. Yeah, gonna... it's a lot more formal, isn't it? Yeah, no, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. DM me the word closer to win clients or something. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, yeah, don't do that. Like I don't that. do that. Like send me a, send me a, um, send me a trophy emoji in order to for to like talk to me about blank or whatever yeah. Um, nice yeah. nice like it <laughs> good response um what time oh, is using it? an emoji no. reduces the using an emoji reduces the bandwidth of like the amount of characters that you have to use in your call to action too just put that out there yeah yeah i like that um most preferred engagement methods um it's not necessarily related to bio but quickly I, I well you've covered one liz it's it's commenting on top creators and top doesn't necessarily have to be creators at all top influences in your particular niche 
maybe go a little bit wider and look at people that aren't in your niche if there's relations somehow. Um, there's also keeping in, I, I keep in touch with people that are on a, just above me in terms of uh, status on Instagram, follower numbers and people that I might aspire to be like or in their situation. Then I look at people who are on a similar level, sort of mutual acquaintances who both follow each other. Uh, and then I, I also go to people that follow me and I don't follow back and I will comment on their stuff too. Um, I will react to a few, this is daily, react to a few stories and yeah, go through usually about an hour there or thereabouts, try and, try and hit everything that I can. Um, and yeah, the DMs are the hardest ones for me to actually stay on top of because... Yeah, I, I'm really sure. I, obviously, I vet them, but I get quite a few, so it's it's quite hard to go through them all. Um, and then I'll leave one unread for a minute, and then I'll have a few more. Not a minute, an hour, let's say, and I'll have a few more. And then just the number, the number in the in the, in the um, top right hand corner doesn't reflect how many unreads you actually have either, which is really really hard. Nope, the request. Oh, I am. I'm the yeah. My requested DMs. I'm not as good with as I would like to be. My favorite way to actually engage with people outside of just like, outside of commenting on like, people with larger account stuff is just to react to their stories mm. and interact with their stories, especially things that I, that don't, that um, show a personal side of them. Because like, I'm a big, um, I'm very into emotive branding, like, you know, like the, 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 um, the why, the why that you exist, the like overarching values and stuff. And so I really like to engage with people's personal lives. Hmm. Um, just because that's where I am the most genuinely interested. <laughs> and so it comes across the most authentically, you know, like I've got this one lady who is a life coach or something like that, but she also sells snake plants. And I love myself a good snake plant. So I've never even heard of a snake plant. But um, yeah, I think your, your yeah. stories are like behind the scenes, aren't they? That you let people in a little bit more to your daily life. I wouldn't. I've been on a train today. I would never do a feed post about being on a train. I don't think. Nope. Maybe. Unless you could tell me something you learned about sales from being on a train. Yeah, um, make your delivery faster <laughs> and be on time, <laughs> and don't charge as much as you think you should, and make sure you're hygienic. That's the sales lessons I learned from uh, four, four salesmen. There you guys are carouseling that. <laughs> four key lessons I learned from riding on a train. <laughs> there we go. Fantastic. I'll write that down. Um, and that's it. We've we've had um, we've had someone asking for um, a live review, but we're not able to do that because I think live reviews you really need to have the screen up and they can take a little while. Um, plus, if we're doing a proper live review, I'd probably like Liz to review mine rather than anyone else's in depth. So you'd have to join the queue. No, can um, I do, you can. Can Sorry. I do a, a, a quick product plug on my end for that though? Yeah. Um, so I do Instagram profile audits and you can find them on my website or you can DM me for one. Um, I, I do them for a very, very discounted rate to kind of get people jumped on their strategies. So I would love to, to do that for you if you have a chance. Fantastic. So DM Liz a trophy emoji and <laughs> <laughs> That's what we'll get. Liz, the questions are done and we're at our we're at our exact limit that we set for the call. So let's mm -hmm. uh let's jump off. Just as John arrives. Hey John, bye John. Um you'll have to catch this <laughs> you'll have this to catch this on Spotify, but it was a massively, massively beneficial episode based on Instagram bios. So 
thanks everyone for joining and liz thank you too really thank really enjoyed Patrick. it oh my <laughs> pleasure we'll speak soon